Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B. Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus. I'm your host, Micah B-Side, and today, we're going to be talking with Kent Watson, a fellow epileptic who has been part of a study, actually. He's been involved with the study. We'll explain that a little bit later, involving cyclical seizures and uh, seizure patterns over time. And this is a really interesting subject. And and here he is. Here is the gentleman himself. Kent, how are you? Good, sir. Still connecting to audio. First time been interviewed. I usually interviewer. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough for me to be the interviewee. I'm the same yeah. same way you are. I'm I'm the guy usually given the interview, so I'm in the comfortable seat today. <laughs> you're you're in you're in the slightly awkward seat. That's okay though. We'll 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 guide each other. Let me okay. Help me help you, and we've got this. So let me introduce you really quick. I met Kent through a uh, epilepsy support group that I was introduced to via the Epilepsy Foundation of Colorado. And uh, Kent is Kent has put together this support group and he's been doing this for a while. And he's been bringing together a lot of people with epilepsy and neurological issues from all over Northern Colorado and, and even beyond and giving them a place that they don't feel like they're the only ones. It's really cool. And I think I, you're, you're a godsend for a lot of people, basically. And I want to thank you for that first and foremost, Kent. Um, but Kent uh, has been involved with, with a uh, study from Australia based off cyclic seizures, seizure patterns, and, and how, how these patterns occur and are evident. And uh, this is really cool because because this has been something that's been noticed and observed and noted for over 100, 150 years. And uh, it's only now with modern technology that they're really able to drill down and get get some some data from this. So this is really neat. I've, Kent has educated me already on this and and i'm a big advocate for extending this kind of research over here into the u.s uh, because it's got some major implications for um, medical treatment uh not only that for, but also for lifestyle uh, i'm i'm calling it lifestyle liberation for those of us with uh seizure disorders it, it it's liberating the 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 ability to be able to to track and monitor so um i'm talking a lot let's let's introduce you kent yeah. first a real quick background tell us tell us how long you've been going through your journey and uh when you started the fort collins support group and more importantly let's dive dive into the cyclical seizure patterns and how you got involved with this well, I, uh, so I didn't put my glasses on like older or whatever. Then <laughs> um, I actually am 70, 69 years old of all things, you know, but, uh, yeah, I started having seizures at the basically nighttime seizures when I was 35 and living in, in Hobbs, New Mexico. And, uh, it 
for people who have nighttime seizures, it's it's not that big a deal because you can, you know, you live, you can have them at night and, uh, you know, you get the next morning, you're a little tired and, but you go ahead and, and live your life. You know, you can, you can work, you can drive, you can do pretty much anything, but, uh, is, is time, you know, take a, take a pill of some kind and get over it and, and go ahead and do your life. But, uh, uh, as I got older, um, you know, I got get in my sixties, um, you know, I thought, okay, I can, I can retire and, and enjoy life. But that's when I started having daytime seizures. And uh, at that time I was living in, in Oklahoma my wife, you know, has been with me for, for uh, almost 50 years, but she's been by my side. I tell you, that's, that's the great thing. Um, you know, at one time we, we lived in Colorado for a while and then moved around. We've actually lived in Aurora for a while. And then um, we moved to, there were various places we, we lived in Oklahoma, and uh, when I started having the the daytime seizures. I realized that it's it's a life changer because then you can't drive, you can't get around, you can't do anything because you have to stop and and uh, reassess your, your where you're at, what you're doing, um, and that's when I you know I had my but because of the fact that I had to quit work and and live off my my. Uh, uh, Basically, I had to live off of my uh, retirement. I decided to, to devote myself to to helping others with seizures, and I, I worked with the Epilepsy Association or Foundation there in Oklahoma. Um, you know, and uh, we you know we worked with with people there, uh, and then but but while since the fact that we had lived in, in Colorado, our son he he decided to go to school at at, at Colorado State. And he fell in love with with Fort Collins, got married, and <laughs> yeah, and uh, we have a daughter CSU. lives in Oklahoma too. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's a big CSU guy. Uh, he you know he said we we'd like to live spend some time in, in Colorado, and he said, well, if you're going if you're going to be with me, you're going to have to move to Colorado. So <laughs> so here we are, we're in Windsor, Colorado, and uh, you know we uh, we lived here we. Uh, and uh, we decided to move to, to uh, try to first move to Fort Collins, realized that there's a big building boom going on here. So Windsor's about as close as we could get. You know. uh, this was back in 2017. And at that time, we, uh, we tried to find a, a support group, as we did there in, in Oklahoma. We went to the first support group meeting and found out that nobody else was there. <laughs> uh, that was what was so shocking. <laughs> And I called or I, I wrote an email to the uh, to Aurora where the uh, the state uh, epilepsy foundation was, and uh, uh, found out that they the lady there, uh, Wendy Kogel, said, "Well, actually, there was no no really interest in having a support group, <laughs> which was kind of interesting." So I said, "Well, if you if you can uh, get a few people interested, we'll 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 start one." And a few people got interested. We started a support group. That was that was 2017, and we would meet in uh, you know on a once a month basis, and we had pretty you know pretty good interest there, and everything was pretty good. That was up until, of all things, 2020, and of course we all know what happened the first part of 2020. <laughs> uh, we had to stop. It was had some bad things, some good things happened because that's when we were able to start a virtual meeting, virtual support group. That's where we were able to bring people in, 
basically from all over the state to to meet and uh, uh, you know tell our stories from uh, over the internet. Now, one of the things that happened to me when my seizure would happen, and this is what really is interesting, is sometimes I would have a seizure, and sometimes I wouldn't. You know, I just blank out and things would go bad for me. Sometimes they wouldn't. I couldn't figure it out. You know, I would have a seizure. Uh, you know, they say stress causes seizures. Well, sometimes it would be stressful. Sometimes it wouldn't. They would say sleep. Maybe it's because of your sleep habits. Because well, sometimes I have sleep, good sleep. I have a seizure. Sometimes I didn't have sleep, good sleep habits. I have a seizure. I couldn't figure it out. Could not figure it out. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting, son. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done.